welcome to Spend, Donate, Invest. This is a podcast where we talk about how we can line up our values, our social values, our political values, the type of world we'd like to help create, and what we're doing with our money on a daily basis. Today, we're going to be talking about volunteer tourism. You might also hear it called voluntourism. <laughs> voluntourism. So what is it? What, what do you think? Should we do it? Volunteer tourism is where you go on a trip. Usually this is talked about within the context of Americans flying to other countries, usually to developing countries, and you volunteer. Maybe you're helping to build a school or something like that. I'm not talking about if you are a doctor and you go to volunteer with MSF, Doctors Without Borders. I'm talking about your plain old general standard volunteerism. So a key attribute of these volunteer tourist trips is that you're you're volunteering doing something that you don't actually have the skills in. <laughs> I'm just going to be very frank about it. And before you think I'm dragging you, I'm dragging myself too, okay? I went on a couple of trips where I traveled to another country, a couple of countries, if I'm remembering correctly. I was a much younger person. And I volunteered on a construction team that was building a house for a family. I'm not a construction worker. Now, I was a young, healthy, fit person, but I absolutely did not have construction skills. None of us did. We were a group of maybe, let's say, 10 American young professionals. I can't remember the exact number. We all had office jobs, you know, marketing, engineering, HR. And then they had two or three actual construction workers, like local guys, that were assigned to show us what to do for the week. My favorite task was mixing the concrete. So that's what I did most days. I mixed concrete with a shovel. You know, you have your pile of concrete powder, you pour in a little bit of water, and then you act like a big mixing machine with your shovel and get it to an even consistency. One of the guys really liked learning how to lay the brick, and so that was his task. Um, obviously, our work did not look as good as what the actual construction workers could do, and we were much, 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 much slower than they were. But we felt so good about what we were doing. We were practicing a foreign language, and we were, you know, being helpful, quote unquote. We were we were helping out, of course. A part of the volunteer trip was making a big donation to the project, and that felt great, too. It felt great to buy the materials needed to build this family's house. But as I've looked back on that experience, I've really interrogated it. Obviously, if the point was to help the family build a house, the more efficient way to do it would have been to send the money we were going to spend on airfare and hostels and restaurants and just send it to the organization to build the house. I'm a lifelong renter myself, but I just can't imagine living in a house built by volunteers. Even if they were supervised by someone who actually knew what they were doing, I don't think I would even feel safe in a house that was built by unskilled volunteers. 
I also think about what it must have been like for those construction workers to supervise us that week. I remember one day on the work site, I was asked to pause on mixing the concrete with the shovel, and it was all hands on deck. All of us volunteers had to move this big pile of bricks from over there to over there. (laughs) And so, you know, for a few minutes, we had this debate amongst us about the most efficient way to do that. And we decided on like an assembly line. So we'd hand the bricks from person to person down the line of people until we moved the whole pile. And then the next morning, (laughs) I will never forget this. The pile was in a different place. Okay. So apparently either the actual construction workers moved it overnight. Maybe they even had a machine to do it. (laughs) I'm not sure. (laughs) But thinking about it years later, and it has been a long time, I kind of think they might have been giving us busy work, you know, to keep us occupied. Like when you're cooking with a child and you give them a task that kind of makes them feel like they're helping, but actually they're just stirring a bowl of salt. (laughs) I think we were doing busy work. I wonder if the construction workers tore down our work and then like rebuilt the house properly night after night, you know, or maybe even after we flew back to the U.S. It's so cringy and in retrospect. So I'm not dragging you. If you are thinking about signing up for some volunteerism over the holidays or even next year, or if you've done it in the past, or if you're listening from a work site in some country somewhere right now, I'm not, I am not dragging you. I'm dragging myself. Okay. This is really my biggest concern about volunteer tourism. It's like, do we even have the skills that we're volunteering? Are there locals who are skilled in that area or who can become skilled in that area? Because I think there are some types of overseas volunteering that can make sense in some contexts. For example, maybe you have a very specific and rare skill that's not accessible in that country. For example, maybe you're a surgeon that knows how to do a certain kind of surgery. I can certainly understand a trip where you're going to another country where they don't have enough surgeons with that specialty and you perform those surgeries in cooperation with their local hospitals, with the full knowledge, consent, and regulation from the local government or whatever local regulatory bodies, I'd probably feel okay doing that. But this idea of going overseas to teach some kids how to read or to dig a well or to do something else that's not my expertise, it just isn't sitting well with me anymore. And speaking of kids, one thing I used to see advertised, but I really don't see anymore, and I hope it stopped, is the practice of volunteering with kids living in orphanages overseas. This really doesn't sit well with me at all. I would need to know that it wasn't harmful to kids to have a revolving door of people coming in and out of their lives. I'd need to know that there are really strict background checks of the volunteers who are allowed to come in contact with the kids. Just in general, my thoughts on kids have really changed quite a bit over the years. 
I did my volunteer trips largely before the internet really took off. And looking back now, I don't think I would have been so quick to take pictures that had other people's children in them. I was reading about this idea that parents shouldn't post pictures of their own kids online. And it started to get me thinking a lot about the pictures that I see all the time of kids on like these fundraising websites for overseas charities. I think the other thing that sort of baffles me now that I'm thinking about it is the idea that we even needed to fly all the way to another continent to help with the problems of homelessness at all, right? We were building a house for this family. And I think about that, and it's it's like here at home in America, we have adults and children that don't have homes. They don't have food. They don't have clean water. So Even if I was a person with actual construction expertise, or maybe I was like a water sanitation engineer or something like that, we could also just see if everyone in our local communities has what they need. So when it comes to this topic of volunteer tourism, I've really come around to changing my mind about a lot of things I used to be okay with. If you're starting to plan out your travel and you're thinking about doing some volunteer tourism, I'd love to hear how you're thinking about it. On this show, the main topic is how we can align our social impact values and what we're doing with our money on a daily basis. So, you know, I don't think volunteering has come up on this show before, but if you do volunteer, I'd love to hear about it, whether it's overseas, in America, wherever you're doing it. A friend of mine was saying that it can be really challenging to find uh, volunteer opportunities that you can do with your youngest children. And so if you found a way to do it with kids, I'd love to hear about that too. Any other episodes you'd like to hear on the show, send me an email anytime. The email address is spenddonateinvest at gmail.com. There's a newly refreshed website located at spenddonateinvest.world. Again, that's spenddonateinvest.world. That's also where you can sign up for the monthly-ish newsletter. It's very low-key, no spam, don't worry. I think I'll stop here for today. Usual reminder to share this episode with a friend or a different one that you think might resonate with them. Have a good one, and let's talk again soon. 